Hi, and welcome to Mousebirds, your family vacation planning experts. Mousebirds is brought to you by the Tomorrowland Travel Authority Vacations Travel Agency. TTA Vacations specializes in helping you plan your Disney, Universal, and Cruise Line vacations. To take advantage of our free planning services, contact us at ttavacations at gmail.com. Our show hosts are your agents, so contact us to have us help plan your... Hi, and welcome back to Mousebirds, your family vacation planning experts. I'm Ron, and I'm here with my two co-hosts, Laurel and Rachel. Hey, guys. Yo-ho, yo-ho, a pirate's life for me. So today, we're going to play a little bit of a game. There's always a lot to do with Disney uh, on a Disney trip, and you can't do everything every trip. So this time, I'm going to put some would-you-rather questions to my co-hosts here. Uh, and, you know, these are just different scenarios that I think are kind of comparable in what they're going to cost or what they're going to take to do. So I kind of want you to think about, you know, for your time value for money, what do you think is, for you, the best deal? Uh, the first one, we're going to go to Disney Cruise Line. Or would you rather take the Alaskan cruise or a Mediterranean cruise? Laurel, let's start with you. That's it? There's no, like, other parameters? Just for this, because they're both the summer cruises. They're both kind of the specialty cruises. They're both some of the higher-priced cruises for... Do, do we have a number of days? They're both week. A week-long week trip. Long? Yeah. Oh, Ron. All right. Um, I'm going to go with my first decision... Um, you know, I find I'm, I'm a gut person. I go with my gut. So I'm going to go with Mediterranean as opposed to Alaskan. Um, and my reasons. So I've been wanting to do a Mediterranean cruise for several years. Uh, a lot of Mediterranean cruises are actually longer than seven days. And I'll be honest, for me and my needs in general, I actually don't have as much time to commit to a Mediterranean trip. So I kind of like the idea of having the option to do a seven-day cruise and then, you know, having like a day a day to fly out, day to fly in, maybe an extra day of travel, et cetera, beforehand. And that should be pretty feasible in terms of timing. I think that uh, the, the uh, boat is pretty small for Disney, which is nice because it makes it... Well, it's a dream now. It's oh, not it's the magic dream. anymore. I forgot. Does that make a difference for you? Mm. I mean, there might be, like, if you're doing the Greek no, part of the Mediterranean cruise, I was gonna, there might be some port differences. Where that's what I was just going to ship. say. There might be some port differences, but I will bet you that they make up for it. They just change to different ports and things. Because um, they always, I mean, they're always going to do the same number of ports. They just might be different places. But I think realistically, it should still be pretty nice. So, yes, that is my choice. All I'm right. With it. Rachel, what about you? Alaska. I would do the Alaskan cruise because it's a more unique experience. Like I could go and explore the Mediterranean without being on a cruise. Um, but Alaska is something that I am not confident in my skill set and exploring on my own. So I would definitely need a guide and some kind of a fe more feasible vessel to get where I'm going. 
which is why, in my mind, doing an Alaskan cruise seems like a smarter choice, uh, even though it will be cold. It's but not in the summer. Yeah, it's actually quite comfortable. Well, there you go. Then, then it won't be so bad. So, but yeah, there you go, Alaska. All right, I I would agree with uh, Rachel for kind of the same reasons. I think I've been to you know places around France and Italy. And I think you could do that on your own a little bit easier than seeing everything you can in Alaska on a cruise. But, you know, I think they're both great options. Uh, and they're both on our bucket list. This is not like we're only ever going to do one. I think we both, we, we know we're going to be doing both at some point, whether it's Disney or Royal, where both of these are on our lists. Uh, so the next one. Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party or Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party? Ah! Rachel, why don't you start with this one? Ah, okay, go ahead, Rachel. Wait, wait, say this again. You said the Halloween party? Or, or the, the Christmas party. Oh, Halloween party. Hmm. I mean, I, and I reckon, and I realize that I have never, I haven't technically been to the Christmas party or even like, obviously, the new Christmas party this year. So part of me in the back of my mind says I should choose the Christmas party. But I just love Halloween at Disney. So if I was already going to be there in that area, clearly I'm going to choose that party. And I realize that I'm going there. I'm going to Disney, you know, at Christmas this year. And I don't go there very often at this time of year. And I'm passing up an opportunity to go to the parties. So clearly, Halloween is a more special holiday for myself naturally than Christmas. So there you go. Laurel? It's like... <laughs> uh, you only you have one stressed. child. <laughs> no, you seem so stressed by this question. Um, okay, so no lie, my gut did say Halloween. But I'm changing... I'm not going with the gut this time. And there's actually a reason. Um, we've gone to the Halloween party multiple times. Um, and we haven't taken Andy yet, but we've gone several times because we love it so much. But I've only been to the Merry Christmas party, the very Merry Christmas party once. And that was, I mean, well before the pandemic. And, you know, like that was during like the frozen heyday years. And so, and, and things have changed a bit over the years and, they have kind of a different, different entertainment, different things going on. And I, I think, honestly, I, I would have to pick the Very Merry Christmas this time because I would want to see the new things. I can, you know, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> they had so many good things available at the, the Halloween party this year. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I think it's tough, but like, Booty You is my favorite parade. The mm -hmm. Christmas parade's nice, but... Honestly, like, if you go during Christmas week, you can see a lot of the stuff that the Christmas party has to offer. You're going to get the those fireworks. You're going to get that parade. You might not get all the special meet and greets or special food, but I think the Halloween has more unique things. Yes. With You're only going to get Booty You during the parade. Uh, you're only going to get the uh, Villain Spectacular, the, the Hocus Pocus show during the party. You're only going to get... Uh, I forget what the name of the fireworks show is because it's always Hallowishes in my mind. Um, you're only going to get those during the party, and I think that's what tips Halloween for me. 
Okay, I should give the audience just a little bit, a, a little backstory tidbit about Rachel and me. So, I love Christmas. That's it. I said it. I love Christmas so much. I've always loved Christmas. There's just something about the season that just gives me joy and it makes me feel excited and happy. I love Hallmark Christmas movies. I love Christmas music. I love all of it so much. I love Christmas trees. I love Christmas cookies and pie. I mean, the whole thing. And Rachel is a huge Grinch and doesn't like Christmas as nearly this. Okay. Doesn't really I mean, like how I, I did say how excited I was to go see the, how the Grinch stole Christmas. You are, <laughs> you are, which I'm very happy to hear. Um, this is the most Christmassy uh, that Rachel is getting. Yes. I, I mean, like, I, I, in fact, like I was very stressed out about this trip. And not because it was during the Christmas season. It's because I had no Christmas clothes. Like I, I'm, I'm used to preparing outfits and things that, you know, if like I kind of do like family outfits. So I make us all like kind of wear coordinated clothing and it, it really, I, I dawned on me. I literally don't have one shirt that is a Christmas themed shirt. Like even my husband has Christmas I have a holiday party shirt that I wore to my last Christmas holiday party. <laughs> Actually, I, I, I've got nothing. The, one night this week, Laurel and I were talking about going over to the Primark because they've always had those really cool IP Christmas, ugly Christmas yes. sweaters. So we were going to talk about going to see if we could get some of that because I love my Deadpool one, but I want something else too. Yes, I might. I might go and join you because the truth is, uh, I I might need to go and assess some stuff. Otherwise, I might catch myself paying for some ridiculously priced merchandise on the cruise ship. (laughs) We can't have that. So yeah, like this this whole decision with Rachel choosing the Halloween party and me choosing the Christmas party does not surprise me at all. Um, even when we were kids, like Rachel used to make fun of me for loving Christmas music. It was, it was almost like I had to hide it. And then like one day and we were in college maybe, and I just came out to her. I was like, Rachel, I, I love Christmas music so much. <laughs> so, like, that was it. That's it. Yes. I, I'm definitely not like, it's not like my first thing. Although the last couple of years have, after having a child, I have definitely forced myself to be much more open uh, with, I guess accepting the joy of 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 Christmas. Yes, so I I do try to uh, in, enjoy it as much as as possible because I I really do want my child to to experience um, both cultures and and both uh, you know areas of of holiday. Uh, options, right? Like he, I don't want him to, to necessarily be lacking of one or the other. So that's why I I really do try to make sure that he's introduced to both. I do. Uh, Rachel's the the one, the planner for us. It's every holiday season. Rachel is the one that comes up with the things that we're going to do with the kids. Like one weekend it's decorating cookies. Another weekend it's, we go visit Mr. and Mrs. Claus to make candy canes. The next weekend, I, they're doing a, a sale. I hope they, uh, I hope they do that again at that shop. Um, I know, right? But like another weekend, there might be a Santa, you know, reading at the library. You know, different things that we can do with the kids that really represent the holidays. So, yes, I do really try to take advantage 
of the season, which is kind of sad because we're not going to be here for like those. I think we're going to get enough of it um, down there. Though. Yeah. But I yes. Think we'll find something in particular down there. Like when we go to blizzard beach, Oh my gosh, we're taking the kids to blizzard beach. I forgot. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's new. Well, and, I mean, I, and I, I, there's going to be Santa at blizzard beach. I know. Like, Oh my gosh. I hope there is. He's going to be in board shorts. He's going to be ready for the beach. It's beach Santa. I hope so. <laughs> um, um, so yeah, that'll be that'll be first time for the kids for sure. Like yeah. I, I've only been there one time before. I haven't the, been in twenty years, so I'm so excited. Okay, what's our next? All right, question? next one. Would you rather stay on one of the monorail resorts mm-hmm. or one of the Crescent Lake resorts? The Crescent Lake resorts for the audience is the Epcot area resorts, the Boardwalk. Beach or yacht club, or even uh, the Swan or Dolphin. I was just about to ask if this includes the Swan or Dolphin. Yeah, so you okay. can, if you had any of those choices, where would you stay? This is a tough one. Wait, 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 wait. Are you saying which resort I would stay at, I, or what well, I would stay in those areas? I think which, which area? area. I think yeah. just the area more. Okay. Than, you okay. could be say it's because of the resort. You could say because it's the convenience of one or the other. So it's up to you. I mean, it's the okay. area is the question, but you can choose it for a particular resort. Right. I've got my answer. Okay. Okay, you go first. Um, uh, it would be Crescent Lake um, around those Epcot resorts, like the Beach Club, Yacht Club, um, and the, uh, what is that, the, not the plaza. Um, the Boardwalk. The Boardwalk Inn. Um, I would choose that because... There are better pools over there, in my opinion. But two, there are way more options and selections uh, that you can choose from for activities as well as restaurants and, you know, different shops and stores and bars over there um, versus, like, being over by, the, uh, by like, the, the Magic Kingdom resort. But also... It, you have, like, immediate access to Epcot France, which is just, like, the best foodie place ever in all of the theme parks, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, how do you not take the opportunity? Like, I, 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 if I was staying over at the Beach Club Yacht Club, which would be probably my first choice of those resorts over there, although Boardwalk actually is a really lovely resort as well, um, I would probably go to Epcot. Like that would be like my one trip. I probably would get Park Hopper just so I could go to Epcot and get breakfast every day. I like it. <laughs> you know? Like, like seriously, it would be, and it, I, it, I would probably do that before I would hop to whatever resort other like theme park I was going to do for the day, just so that I could be that close in proximity to France. So, so there you go. All right. I love it. I love it, Rachel. So I'm a I'm a throw out. I'm gonna I'm gonna do. mm, mm. Okay, I'm definitely gonna do a monorail resort. Um, I mean to choose one would be a challenge, but if I have to say the poly, then yes. But (laughs) but for for me, the big reason why I would choose the monorail resorts are twofold. One, I've never stayed at one of the monorail resorts myself. I've visited all of them several times. Um, and they have, obviously everyone knows that they have amazing restaurants, uh, you know, lots of different options for bars, uh, that the pools are pretty great. 
Grand Floridian has a great pool with a really great kids area. The Poly has an amazing pool with a really great kids area. Um, but I think, you know, like I said, it'd be my first time staying. And then I think the other reason for me would really just be the um, accessibility to the monorail. My daughter is obsessed with the monorail, like no lie, obsessed. We could probably go on a trip and not even go into the theme parks and just ride the monorail every day and she'd be happy. Um, I mean, but, we did that last Christmas for a but, night. That's right. So she, she would love it. But I also would love to do a trip where I honestly just did the monorail and went to the Magic Kingdom like every day. Um, I, that would be like a, an amazing three-day weekend. Three-day weekend. Every day we go to the Magic Kingdom. Every day we go back to the hotel to swim in the afternoon, either the Grand Flow or the Poly. And then, you know, we go back to the park for the evening. And, I mean, that would be awesome. That would be that would be my choice. What about you? Uh. It's a tough one. I really, I'm going to probably go with the monorail resorts because it's been a long time since I've stayed at them and we've stayed at Beach and Yacht a lot more recently. If I was picking just by pool, it's going to be Stormwall Bay at the Beach and Yacht. But the Poly Pool is really nice too. I like the food options around the monorail, if you're counting all of them, probably a little better than the food options around Crescent Lake. And you still have access to one park pretty easily. And if I'm staying at a deluxe, I like to spend a little more time at the hotel. So it's not about having to rush to Epcot or rush to mm -hmm. the studio. So I think, yeah, it would probably be Crescent Lake and probably the Poly or, or the Grand Floridian for me. Um, the Contemporary is the most nostalgic for me. Yeah. But I... There's nothing wrong with the pool, but it just feels like a hotel pool as opposed to the theming on the other one. So I love the restaurants at the, at the Contemporary. Yeah. But, um, and the one, you can walk to the Magic Kingdom in less time than it takes to get the monorail from there. Yeah, that's true. But again, like you said, for us, it would be about the resort and hanging out and spending time at the resort as opposed to like accessibility, for, like just accessibility to the park. So I love it. All right. Uh, staying on the kind of hotel choices, would you rather do a four-night stay with three days of tickets at a deluxe resort or seven nights with six days of tickets at one of the moderate resorts? Mm. And I'm going to put Laurel on the spot for this one. So the moderate resorts are the Port Orleans, the Riverside and French Quarter, uh, Caribbean Beach, Caribbean Beach, however you want to pronounce it. Oddly, I say Caribbean Beach and Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> I, I don't know why. That's just the way my brain works on those two. And the other one would be Coronado Springs. Mm, okay, so you're saying se seven days with six tickets at a moderate or four days with three tickets at a deluxe. I'm going with moderate. Like, I feel like that's an easy answer frankly um i mean i very uh, don't get me wrong you know there certainly may be times where i would only be able to do a four-day trip as opposed to a week but you know i live pretty far away from orlando like i have to fly out there i have a child i have to like deal with all of that like that's a lot of trouble just to get out there for only three days so frankly i'm not gonna 
want to do that for so often. But two, I just feel like the bang for your buck goes really far at moderate resorts. Every single one of the moderate resorts are excellent. They're obviously not deluxe resorts. So like your amenities are going to be a little bit different, but they're all wonderful theming. They have um, great locations, great pools, uh, accessibility to public transportation, well, to Disney public transportation. You know, th there's rest, there's different kinds of restaurants, you know, running at all different kinds of price ranges. I mean, some of them even have additional entertainment available at the resorts. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely just go with a seven-day trip at a moderate. And if I were to pick a resort, um, it would probably be French Quarter. Rachel? So I have to wait. I have to actually pick a resort, though, with... You don't have to, but... So, but just to make sure I understand the parameters, the, the, the option is seven days on a moderate, and that is does, it, does that include park admission? You have six days of park tickets on the seven-night trip and three days of park tickets on the four-night trip. On the four-day. Uh, okay. I mean, logically, I should probably choose the seven-day, but, but my illogical side really wants to choose the deluxe opportunity only because I'm less likely to want to spend that amount of money on myself. So I, I guess I would probably say the deluxe. Um, I would rather do the four days deluxe. However, I probably would not actually go for three days at the theme parks. I probably, or if I did, it would probably be half days at like Magic Kingdom. Um, and then I would probably be spending the rest of the time there at my resort. And if I had to choose a resort, it would be the Polynesian for sure. Polynesian all the way. Nice. Yes. And I'd probably spend my entire time. And you know what? I'm not, I wouldn't just be, uh, do, do I, do we know what room I would get at the deluxe? No. <laughs> Great. It's a, it, I'm just trying to pick things that were, I think, kind of in the same price. So, like, not a bungalow? No. So not a bungalow? No, we're not. No. Definitely not a bungalow. You're not getting the two-bedroom, $2,500 a night bungalow. Because that would be, like, my ultimate. Be like, you know, I don't even need to go to the parks. So I'll just literally be at the bungalow. Oh, yeah. This, this wasn't plan your dream vacation, no matter the price point <laughs> question. I'm, I'm actually going to do that for a... I've got another show in mind where we can do something like that, but not for this one. Okay. Okay. Well, if it's not the bungalow, you know, it's okay. I would be okay. Um, even at one of the regular standard rooms at the, at the Polynesian, even in the basement. Um, but, but I also would be okay with the grand Floridian as well. Um, actually I'd also be okay with the contemporary, but if I was at the contemporary, I would really want to be in one of the Incredibles themed rooms. I think and they're then, all Incredibles now. Yeah, and if you're over at the Bay Lake Tower, those are not. That's a different it's resort, a technically. Yeah. yeah, so it's technically it's only like the rooms over in the original in the original contemporary building. But contemporary would not be my first choice, but it would but probably would be Polynesian and then maybe Grand Floridian right after that. But if it was the Grand Floridian, I would want it to probably be the rooms that have um, because they also did some newly renovated decoration in some of their rooms too um yeah, they're moving they're, i mean they're, these decorations are just getting rolled out if they're not completely done at a resort yet so it's <laughs> not like they're only doing certain one like this isn't like 
the princess rooms of Port Orleans. They're just slowly, they, they don't shut down the whole resort to update, so. Yes, which which makes sense. I mean, so there you go. I, I've made my choice. Deluxe. I would do it. Man, Laurel, I don't know how this is happening. You and I are literally going opposite sides every time. <laughs> All right. Now, here is a little one that is more of a pure, like, day-to-day budget question. If someone gave you the choice of the full Disney dining plan, that is the one where you get one table service meal, one quick service meal, and one snack per day, or you can get the quick service meal, which is two quick service meals and a snack per day, but you could also get Genie Plus every day of your trip, which would you do? Because that's about equal budget per person. Oh, that's a tough one. Oh, okay. Who's going first? <laughs> well, you're 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 good. You're talking already. All right, I'll, I'll go first. Um, all right. So I think I'm gonna do quick service with Genie Plus, and my reasons really are the fact that I still have a younger child, and and so like you have to kind of think about it. But sit down restaurants can kind of still be a little bit of a challenge for any small child. And now I will say this, Disney does an amazing job to try to get you through your meal, you know, as efficiently as necessary and all of those things. So no matter what, like if I do a sit down restaurant, I know we're going to have a great time and we're going to get through it. But um, I think realistically, I can have my child make it through two quick services pretty comfortably. But I would really like that Genie Plus because that's going to really make lines easier overall so really like the choice is because i want to make sure that my daughter has less time to cause a ruckus (laughs) throughout the day does that make sense (laughs) yeah yeah that's my choice rachel so just to double check sorry please provide me with my options again i just need to make sure i do a a full analysis The full service dining plan, the dining plans are coming back starting uh, for packages uh, starting on or after January 9th of next year. Mm -hmm. So the full service dining plan includes one table service meal, one quick service meal, and a snack. The quick service meal is two quick service meals per day and a snack. But if you choose the quick service option, you're also getting Genie Plus in this scenario just because that's about the same cost as together as it is for the full service dining plan. So now that I understand my options in this particular case scenario, I would probably choose the one, the, the dining plan option with the table service only because my child is still under three. So he is technically still free and and that would be included in the dining plan for him. So he'd be like free in the dining plan. So that technically I would be saving money doing that. And then I could tap on Genie Plus on whatever days I want from there. I do naturally tend to eat at, at table service, more table service restaurants. So that naturally it, it is smart in my particular case because I'm already going to spend money at those table service restaurants. Um, Versus doing the the quick service. quick The problem with quick service is that 
you do it, it, it. I guess in my in my particular case, you know, if you're not running after a toddler, um, stopping for a quick service meal, you don't always really get as much time as you kind of really want. And the nice thing about the table service is you kind of get that opportunity to really stop and take a breath. Quick service can be really chaotic with really small children. For yes. kids under three, it's a cacophonous, loud, raucous experience. It's carrying highly, the food can be a problem. Carrying the food, dealing yes. with your stroller, trying to get your kid to walk when they're tired, or having a tantrum, or you know, etc. In all honesty, like because our daughter is almost five, like we can get through a quick, quick service a lot easier than probably what I would if she was two or three for sure yes yes I agree but that that's and I I have done quick service with him before um on on the last trip and from what I recall I did mobile ordering as well and that definitely helped um although if you know god bless my husband if he could read signs better um it probably would have helped even better because he didn't see the sign of where to go pick up the mobile order. So then he was not even standing in the right area. And so then our mobile order was sitting there for a while, but you know, whatever it's the thought that counts. Um, the, once we got the food, uh, I will, I will admit he was a bit like all over the place and it was very loud and, and boisterous. Uh, what, in that what, what kind aspect. of restaurants would you be looking to do if you did, since you're doing the um, the 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 regular dining plan with that includes the sit down restaurants. I mean, so you're asking which sit down restaurants I would consider doing with the table service. Uh, okay, whatever. Uh, you know, I would choose the full service dining plan here. I mean, I know the parks well enough. I think I can navigate without having Genie Plus most of the time. Uh, I don't think that's for everybody, obviously, but I mean, for me, that would be one thing. And it also depends on when you go is how much you need the Genie Plus. But the quick, the full service dining plan, like, would be amazing on this next trip we're doing because it really can save you a lot of money on those character meals. Oh, that's true. Uh, character meals, you know, are probably one of the best values you're going to get uh, because... Even if it's a $60 meal, it's only the one credit as opposed to, you know, going and getting, like, going to other restaurants and you're, yes, you're getting an appetite, or no, you're getting, a, I think, a dessert, uh, your drink, and your entree, but, like, the buffets tend to just cost more than that to me, and at least it's consistent, it's like, not having the pressure of, like, well, I don't want a steak, but I'm, it's free compared to everything else, I'm going to get a steak every night. Which is something like I try not to I try not to do on the cruise. I ended up getting a steak on a lot of those menus, but uh, just because it's included, I felt like I should. But I think with the buffet, you get a lot more options that way, and that's why I'd probably go with the quick the uh, table service option as well. No, um, I think that was a little bit of a fun game, and just kind of puts together the different types of scenarios. I think a lot of people face when they're picking and budgeting for their trips. So uh, if you want any help making these kind of choices, uh, please contact our travel agent sponsor, TTA Vacations. Uh, the Tomorrowland Travel Authority is a fee-free agency, and we're there to help you plan your dream vacation. 
so contact us at ttavacations at gmail.com. One of your hosts here will be your agent. Uh, so on behalf of our sponsor, myself, uh, my co-host, Laurel and Rachel, uh, thank you guys for listening to this episode of Mousebirds, and have a good night. Have a good night. See you real soon. Thank you.